Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Tom Wren Show on the America Out Loud Network and on Tom Wren's at Locals and Substack and TomWrens.com and everywhere else. I am glad to be here. I am glad to be doing what I'm doing, and I am glad to talk about what I'm going to talk about this first segment. You know, there is a real, real concern about the people in our U.S. Senate and in the House, for that matter, but and their ages. Right? You got Feinstein up there. She doesn't know what she's doing. Uh, people tell her how to vote, tell her what to do. I mean, is she actually our rep, or is it just her staff? Because she just does whatever they tell her to do. She has no idea where she's at. Uh, I think between her and McConnell, they provide more funding for Depends diapers than any other people uh, that I could list. But McConnell froze up again recently, and uh, we we see is that he's he's not equipped to be in the Senate. Now, let me be real clear: Mitch McConnell is the worst senator in America. I despise this man's performance as a senator. I don't know him as a person, but I do know is that he is one of the most corrupt, rotten pieces of crap in the Senate. And he sells out the GOP and the Republican Party at every single opportunity. He's bought and sold. And the question really is, is he that bought and sold or is he just that senile? And I don't know. Either way, uh, he's taking the job. And so, you know, he's going to have to deal with the responsibility. One of the things, by the way, I get a lot of this, folks. You know, I frequently speak out against Mitch McConnell. I think Mitch McConnell is the problem. He's representative of the issues we have in the Senate. He's a sellout. He's a crook. He's a rhino. He's he's just everything that I dislike. And so, you know, I speak out about him. And when he froze up, I spoke out on Twitter and elsewhere, and people tried to give me a little bit of hard time saying, oh, how can you be so mean? It's a medical problem. Yeah, it is. It is. But if he's not healthy enough to do the job, he needs to step down, right? I mean, listen, you don't want to get picked up. You're welcome to be an old man. I mean, God willing, I'll make it. I don't really hold out a lot of hope for that. We've got too many bad guys dislike me. No, I'm kidding, folks. I'm not. Uh, you guys are stuck with me for a lot of years yet. But uh, McConnell is an old man who's not capable of doing his job, but yet he continues to do it. So if you want me to feel sorry for him, he needs to step down and go to retirement home. Then I'll feel sorry for him. Right now, He's sitting there as a minority leader of the U.S. Senate, doing more damage to America on a daily basis than any other person I could count. And, you know, I'm not going to stand aside and quietly say, oh, it's too bad he's having his brain freeze up. I don't care about that. I, I don't, you know, listen, as a person, I feel bad for him. But he is a, he's in the position. He's taken the job. And he shouldn't be. He needs to step down. If he actually cared about anything but himself in his own pocketbook, he would step down. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He's a crook and a sellout, and he's owned, and he won't step down because he's a crook and a sellout, and he's owned. And the people that own him have said don't. So McConnell freezes up again, and I've got this wonderful article by uh, Jeff Carrere, and it talks about term limits. Now, Jeff's a good guy. I like Jeff. Um, He does a great job, good writer, good interviewer, uh, just, just a good guy. And if you haven't looked at Jeff Carrere, you should look at his stuff. 
But, you know, he's talking in this article about McConnell and term limits and things like that, and it prompted me to kind of think about the whole term limit thing. And it's something that I've not really, I, you know, I've gone back and forth on a little bit. And, you know, I'm still, even at this point, a little back and forth. And so I want to talk about this article and term limits. So within this article, and Jeff takes the position that term limits are absolutely necessary. And it's hard to disagree with him. When you look at Feinstein and you look at McConnell, it's hard to say, no, we don't need term limits. I mean, you know, these guys are 185 years old. They're the worst people on the planet, and they shouldn't be there. There's no question about that. But I, th- I think the question of term limits uh, deserves a bit of a discussion, right? Now, this article starts out and it talks about uh, McConnell. You know, he's a six-time senator, six times. I mean, six years per thing, that's 36 years. He's lived most of his professional career as a leech sucking off the blood of the American people and has no idea what's going on. So even if he wasn't 185 years old, he still would be an awful uh, out-of-touch human being because if you spend that much time in Washington, how can you be in touch with what it means to be a normal American? You can't. You can't. You lose sight of that. Which, by the way, is, yes, a reasonable thing to uh, say, that, well, we need term limits, right? Um, but, you know, he, he's, he's 81, and he froze up twice now. Uh, but, you know, his aides uh, kind of, you know, poked him and prodded him, and, I don't know, someone gave him a, one of those smelling salt things. I don't, I did not really, but... Anyways, uh, other senators, other people, you know, they all, they all kind of come to his aid. And he's gotten by, right? He's gotten by. Uh, and this all came after, you know, he had a real bad fall and concussion, this, that, and other, uh, which, you know, likely came from dizziness brought about by the vaccines. But, you know, see, I got to throw that in there, folks. I've got to throw it in there. Um, so, yeah, he's having all these troubles. And uh, he keeps having all these health conditions, and yeah, really he ought to he ought to quit and go get get himself taken care of. But again, not something that's going to happen. You've got to understand the way this works. Why would if you're Mitch McConnell? I mean, you're you're you don't have to go anywhere. You're elected for six years. The next election's not till 2026. You can sit there and you can ride it out and enjoy the good life and keep selling out and making sure you got more money in your buy. Why would he? Why do you retire? I mean, sure, what he does is terrible, and yes, he's causing problems for the American people, but he doesn't care about that, folks. Mitch McConnell does not care one bit about the American people. He doesn't care at all whether or not we suffer, whether we're successful. He doesn't care about this country's success or future. I mean, he's he's. He's at the end of his journey. He doesn't care about people like me who are in their 40s. He doesn't care about our kids who are you know, in their 20s or younger. He doesn't care about the young people of this nation. The only thing he cares about is himself. So, you know, he's looking at it through the, that lens. And, uh, you know, this goes to, it goes, this article goes on to cite other senators. Strom Thurmond, 48 years uh, in the Senate before he retired at age 100. Robert Byrd, 51 years, died in office at 92. Uh, McConnell Feinstein is 90, 
doesn't know where she's at or what she's doing. Uh, you know, we have an average age in the Senate of 64. And 54 of the current members are 65 or older, right? Uh, the, the article points out, Nikki Haley actually said that the U.S. Senate is the most privileged nursing home in the country. Well, that's about right. That's about right. When your mental faculties start declining, which they do at some point, and don't get me wrong, there are some seniors that are brilliant. We have some great, I'll tell you where I see some of it. Some of the judges we have uh, in the United States, some of our senior judges are absolutely brilliant. Some of these guys are just crazy. But, you know, to be a judge, you really have to stay at the top of your game. So I view your brain to be a lot like a muscle, right? If you work out, if you stay on it, if you stay active, it gets stronger. The second you quit, it goes to hell. And, you know, these judges, some of these judges, yeah, there are judges with dementia that have lost a step and ought to be gone. That's for sure. There's no question about that. But there's also some senior judges out there that are absolutely just brilliant and terrifying at what they do. Uh, like they're just the kind of guys you don't want to argue with because you, you're going to lose. But so there are some, you know, it's not just age, but I mean, it's, it's a reality that as we get older, most people tend to decline mentally. Uh, and, you know, when you start getting into your 80s, well, it, it is something that does happen or at least can happen. It doesn't happen to everybody, but it does happen to some. It, take a look at Mitch McConnell. Anyways, uh, so this is all crashing and everything's going to hell. And what happens is instead of our other Republican senators having the courage to say, yeah, there's a, there's a problem here, Mitch, you know, maybe, yeah, maybe step down, maybe at least, you know, at least step out of the leadership role. No, 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 no. What we got are guys like Mike rounds from South Dakota running around kissing his butt. Because they're crooks and sellouts, and they're looking to promote themselves, right? They know that if they kiss the ring of McConnell, they might be somewhere in the line of uh, you know leadership going forward. Because McConnell's sold out, and the people that are backing him want him there. And so if you want to get their backing going forward, you need to continue to kiss the ring. So that tells me, I'm going to just be real honest, when I see Mike Rounds running around and praising McConnell as sharp and shrewd and saying, there's no doubt in my mind he's perfectly capable of continuing at this stage of the game and he has a good team around him, that tells me that Mike Rounds is either a liar, a crook, or a sellout, or some combination of the three. I don't know which, probably the combination, but you know, there's no, no sane person can actually look with a straight face and say McConnell is continue, uh, able to continue in a functional way or that he is anything. He is, he is shrewd. If by shrewd you mean a crook that's willing to stab people in the back to get things done, but that's the way he's always been. So uh, the article goes on then to talk about some polls, right? some polling. In terms of McConnell, recent survey said that he has – and they use the word astounding, and I would say astounding is is absolutely correct. An astounding 42% of Americans held a very unfavorable opinion of, of McConnell, while only 3% had a very favorable opinion. Uh, folks, when you look at these polls, you know, they go from very unfavorable to very favorable, right? You're unfavorable, uh, very unfavorable, unfavorable, neutral, favorable, very favorable. So you got kind of five options. 
I got to tell you, folks, I don't know that I could list another poll where I saw someone that had a personal unfavorability rating across the American board at 42%. That is astounding. It is absolutely incredible. I mean, Mitch McConnell has got to be one of the worst people on the planet. I mean, for, the, for it's because 42% very unfavorable means it doesn't matter whether you're a D or an R. Nobody likes what he's doing, right? Nobody. Nobody except for the establishment. But why, why is it that the Republican Party has a guy that has a 42% very unfavorable rating as the head of the Senate, as the head of the party in the Senate? Why is he the minority leader if he's that disliked? What does that tell you? Plus, let me ask you this. You know, everybody's following his lead for the election. Oh, we need to listen to McConnell. You know, McConnell wants to move us to the middle. He's telling us that we can't win if we're pro-Trump, if we're right, if we're MAGA, if we're this, that. But but we should follow McConnell, who has a 42% very unfavorable rating. Can anybody explain this to me? This is stupidity. Only in Washington, D.C. could a group of people be this stupid. Hey, let's all follow the guy who has the least favorable ratings on the planet. And let's listen to his advice for how to win elections. Meanwhile, you got Donald Trump out there who, despite fraudulent indictment after fraudulent indictment, continues to grow. Donald Trump's booming, but let's listen to the guy that everybody hates because that's the way to win elections. How can people be this stupid? Only the political class of D.C. could be this stupid. I mean, what kind of consultants are looking at these polls and saying, yeah, we, we really... We need to move uh, in Mitch McConnell's direction because everybody hates him. Really? Are you kidding me? I don't know, folks. Uh, in Mitch McConnell's home state of Kentucky, uh, he was still voted the least popular member of the U.S. Senate. Only 28% of people in his home state had a favorable rating. 64 held an unfavorable position in his own state, folks. That's with all of the payoffs and buyoffs he's done. I mean, he keeps buying people off, and he still has a 28% favorability rating in his own state. Nobody likes him. Uh, folks, this is shocking. Meanwhile, we're at a point now where... of Democrats and 86% of Republicans want term limits. Where are they? Where are they? Why can't we get that done? Now, I will tell you there is a downside to term term limits. If you get a really good elected official, which I don't know if there are any, but if you found one, they might not be able to keep them as long. But I'm just going to tell you right now, Term limits kind of, we're at the point now where I I almost think that we got to have them in there. I mean, I don't know. I go back and forth on this, folks. But yeah, regardless of what I think, 80 plus percent of America wants term limits. That's not an issue that's, I mean, that's not even debatable at this point. Everybody wants term limits. Let's get rid of these scumbags. The reason I think people want term limits is they're tired of these just pieces of trash. It's all we got. Now, if we couple the term limits with getting rid of the congressional staff and the crooks that go with the, uh, the congressman, then we're in a good spot. I will tell you there's a risk if we were to implement term limits 
and uh, continue to shift sh staffers so that the, the bureaucrats actually run Congress even more, that could be a big problem. But if we were to bring in new people, well, then, uh, you know, and every con congressman that comes in gets their own staff with no, 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 uh, you know, people that are staying there. Then we've got something that's new because you get new people coming in, new ideas, new this, new that. That's actually what elections and Congress are supposed to be. That's what our founding fathers envisioned. Um, but, you know, folks, McConnell is a disaster. He's an absolute train wreck. Yet the Republican Party, Win Red, and all these crooks want to support Mitch McConnell. They want Mitch McConnell to be the guy. They want to do whatever Mitch McConnell says. They want to just, you know, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Why would you move in the direction of a loser? Why would you move in the direction of a guy that everybody hates? A guy that is roundly panned by Republicans and Democrats and is vastly, vastly higher unfavorable than favorable ratings in his own state, despite all the buy-offs he's done. How can you say that that's the way to go? Support us at TomRuns.com. Share the Tom Runs Show on the America Out Loud Network. We will be right back. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. How can you improve your odds of staying healthy? The answer is stay healthy with Cofix RX. Who's got time for a cold, strep, a flu, HRV, RSV, or COVID anyhow? Cofix has some great news. Besides being featured as a top five product in the drugstore news, we completed the protocol that you've heard Dr. McCullough talk about. Cofix RX is already famous for a powerful virus-hostile nasal solution, and now we have a throat spray too. Crush those nasty germs before they become a problem. With known antiviral support ingredients like povidone iodine, xylitol, and vitamin D3, you can feel a little safer. For a limited time, when you add the new Cofix RX throat spray to your order, you'll receive 25% off the entire purchase. Just click the Cofix RX banner on the America Out Loud website or store. Be sure to use promo code OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Don't forget, OUTLOUD25 at checkout. Okay, welcome back, everybody. So, let's talk about Nazis, right? Let's talk about Nazis, like literally the epitome of evil. Uh, the Nazi stuff is just out of control. And, you know, of course, there's a huge contingent of Nazis in the Ukraine. It's just, this has always been one of the things that really just baffles me. Right? I don't see people speaking out against Ukraine, despite the fact that they have a contingent in their military of Nazis. These people literally have Hitler fan Nazis in their military. 
and yet I don't hear anything. And I, one of the things that really, really gets me is you see these guys like, like the ADL. I have not heard the Anti-Defamation League speaking out about this. Where are they? Where is the Anti-Defamation League on this? These are the most evil people on the planet. You know, you get a guy like me who's out, you know, doing what I can to try and help Jewish people and to help Israel and to help this and to help that. It, it, nothing. In fact, the, the ADL probably doesn't even like me. But why aren't they speaking out about the Nazis? I mean, they're, for God's sakes, these people are Nazis, right? Meanwhile, you've got uh, Elon Musk on Twitter talking about the fact that the ADL is apparently censoring people in this, that, and other. And I don't know who they're censoring. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, if they're trying to shut down Nazis, I guess that's good. But they don't seem to be dealing with the real Nazis. There are real Nazis. These people are the epitome of evil. Can you imagine hating someone because they're Jewish? It's like, or Christian or Muslim or anything else. That's sick. It's sick in the head. I mean, Hitler literally killed 6 million Jews. These people, they, they were the king of killing the Jews. And yet there's no nothing but silence. I don't understand this. If the ADL is going to do anything, they ought to be speaking out about this. And why? Why, 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 why are they not speaking out about Yuval Noah Harari and his constant praise for Hitler and what Hitler's approach was and his management style? Why aren't they talking about that? How about George Soros, who is also, I, I believe Soros is Jewish. What the hell is he supporting Ukraine for? Is it a money thing? See, that's the hypocrisy, folks. Now, I don't know about the ADL. I don't have a ton of experience with them, although I find what Elon Musk has been saying a little bit disturbing. What I do have an issue with, though, is these Nazi monsters and the fact that the guys who are supposed to be speaking out against Nazi monsters aren't doing it. Aren't They are not doing it. What's even worse is that we keep supporting Nazis. The United States of America has sent more money to a country that has a Nazi regime than I can even add up. I mean, we send billions and billions of dollars to these Nazi lovers. It's sick. Why would we do that? It is absolutely abhorrent. If you've got a Nazi in your military and you know it and you don't throw them out, you should never get a pen, not even a penny of our money, not one. But yet we send hundreds of billions. Which leads me to this headline, Gateway Pundit. Thank you, Hoff brothers, for, for actually getting truth out there. Will Americans supporting Ukraine finally acknowledge that there are Nazis fighting for Ukraine? Now, this, this is based on what Laura Loomer brought out this weekend. So let me start with Laura Loomer. We've got, uh, this ties in with the Liberty Daily story, J.D. Rocker. And... Uh, yeah, you've got this this guy who goes by the name Boneface. First of all, what kind of a what kind of a DB goes by the name Boneface? I mean, this guy's walking around trying to act like he's tough, like we're scared. Listen, I understand he's evil if he's a Nazi. I understand that if you're a Nazi, you're a monster, and I understand that that may be awful. But I mean, he's a pencil neck little weenie. I don't care. Uh, ooh, I'm Boneface. Ooh, that'll get me. And now I'm scared. You're because, oh, you call myself Boneface. Wow, I'm scared of the Nazis. 
Yeah, I got news for you. We will never be scared of the Nazis. We'll destroy you. We will destroy the Nazis. That's what we will do. And your evil ideology. We will stand against it. But Boneface, who, you know, I guess he's supposed to be super scary because his name is Boneface and he's got stupid tattoos on his face. If you look at pictures of this guy, it's worth looking at pictures of this guy, right? Because, I mean, this guy, I don't know, like there's a picture of him out there wearing some, some boxing gloves or something. I mean, he looks like a turd. Another picture of him carrying his gun. Because apparently if you're a Boneface and you're, na- you're a Nazi, what you want to do is try and scare and intimidate people. Well, okay, whatever. You can, it, it ain't working. You look like a little weenie. Um, so Boneface the Nazi is, uh, a, by the way, he just showed up in Florida uh, where the Nazis, got paid, by, uh, the Nazis got paid to show up down in Florida to protest, except for they're all fans of Joe Biden. So anyways, uh, he's down there, and Laura Loomer exposes this, and this is a huge deal. Because it turns out that this guy was arrested in domestic terrorism and this, that, and other. And uh, she's actually got, uh, you know, some of this, uh, this, this stuff or this evidence, body cam footage and a bunch of other things. Uh, these guys essentially, they're tied in with FBI, it looks like. So it looks like Boneface is an FBI guy. Also looks like Boneface was involved with the nine, uh, January 6th stuff. Was, uh, was the FBI working with the Ukrainian Nazis on J6? Was that happening? That needs to be investigated. Uh, that's something we need to know. But uh, yeah, so the story is populist commentator Lauren Luber has done it again. The controversial mega figure dropped bombshells over the weekend, exposing the deep state and U.S. government officials collaborating with Ukrainian Nazis. Now she has uh, released video of Kent Boneface McCullen being processed by police. Uh, while arresting McCullen, local law enforcement was instructed to contact the FBI. Huh. Why is that? When I, if I was to get arrested, I don't think anybody would say contact the FBI. It looks like uh, this guy, and this has been alleged, right? There's been allegations that this guy was involved with some of the setup on January 6th. I mean, listen, so the Ukraine has Nazis in their military. They work with Nazis. They're evil, okay? Um, then you, you come over and you see this Nazi guy in the U.S. who's tied in with Ukraine and everything else. And somehow he seems to be tied in with the FBI. Why is the FBI working with Nazis? I don't care what he is or where he's from. Why are they working with Nazis? Why is anybody in this country working with Nazis? These people are not worth our... These, it's like, I mean, the Nazis, the KKK, all these groups that are truly the embodiment of just rot and evil, why would we work with them? Why would we have anything to do with these monsters? Yeah, I, listen, I, I'm sorry, folks, but this is sick beyond words. And uh, one of the things that was really interesting with this is this tie-in with the whole thing. And, uh, you know, the Biden administration's just constant tie-ins with all of these Nazi monsters in the Ukraine and everything else. Well, we have the Gateway Pundit article that asked all this, too. And... Uh, the Gateway Pundit article, uh, 
is talking about the Azov Battalion. That's that's the Nazi battalion in, in Ukraine, right? The Azov Battalion, A-Z-O-V. These are, that's where you find all these guys, and they've got all the Nazi symbolism and this, that, and other. I mean, they're Nazis. I don't know. What, yeah, I, I don't know why everybody's got to beat around the bush about this. These guys are Nazis. Why can't anybody say it? Ukraine is full of Nazis. They hate Jews. They hate everybody. They're they're pro Hitler. These guys are sick in the head. That's what we're dealing with. True evil. Literally evil. I don't know what else to say about it. But, you know, we keep not saying anything about this. We keep hiding it. We keep covering it up, right? So the, they, uh, Gateway Pundit quotes a news to share our, uh, thing. It um, says, today the avowed Nazi blood tribe and Goyim Defense League marched in Orlando chanting, Jews will not replace us and Jews get the rope. These guys said that out loud. How sick is this? They said, they said, quote, all hail the Fuhrer, one would call, and the crowd would respond, hail Hitler. That's chilling, folks. That's chilling. If that doesn't scare you, it should. This is sick. Where is the ADL? Where are they? Maybe they need to quit worrying about Twitter censoring people and start worrying about this. So Laura Loomer shows up, and the group starts attacking her. And they called her, quote, Laura Jumer and Tranny Jew. And then one of them says, quote, we're not voting for Trump, Laura. They said sarcastically before joking that they prefer DeSantis. I doubt they prefer DeSantis either. Uh, Kent Boneface McClellan, a neo-Nazi who has reportedly traveled to Ukraine to serve with the Azov Battalion, threw stiff arm salutes and told me, quote, I am Boneface Siava, uh, Ukraine, he yelled, uh, and he asked, uh, apparently she asked blood tribe leader Christopher Hammer, why do these guys got such stupid names? Boneface, Hammer, ooh, you guys are scary. You 160-pound little weenies. Ooh, I'm scared of Hammer. I'm scared of Boneface. Ooh, no. Uh, anyways, but apparently, I quote, I asked leader Christopher Hammer, Poe House, uh, based in Maine and with chapters in Ohio, I live in Ohio, and Wisconsin, why he held this larger event in Florida? Why do you ask stupid questions, he said. This is just the beginning. Hail Hitler, the group chanted in an empty parking lot. Who won't replace us, they chanted. Jews won't replace us. We are everywhere. Yet nothing, nothing about this, right? Nothing about this. Uh this guy, by the way, this this powerhouse or whatever his name is, loudly proclaimed he supports Joe Biden because Biden backs Ukraine. Yes, the Nazis like Biden. Why isn't that everywhere in the in the mainstream media? Where is this? Where is this? Where what has Joe Biden got to say about that? I think someone needs to can someone tell me why no one in the press has asked Joe Biden? what he thinks about the Nazis supporting him. And, I mean, do you remember when they when they uh, paid some, some guys to carry Nazi flags to show up at some Trump rally and the press had a field day on it and asked Trump about all these different things? Where are the Nazis in the, in the Biden administration? What, what, where are the, the press, where are they asking about this? I don't see the press asking Joe Biden, hey, 
you know, this guy, he's a Nazi leader. He says he supports you. What do you think about that? He says he supports you because you support Ukraine, uh, Mr. President. What, what do you have to say about that? I think that's a fair question. President Biden, uh, Paul Haas says uh, that, that he supports you because you support Ukraine. Um, do you have a comment on that? Do you have a comment on the fact that you uh, you seem to love the Nazis? How about the fact that, that you worked with a Nazi and you had a Nazi working with your FBI on J6? How is it that we still have not released the J6 prisoners or really even released a video on it? Can anybody explain to me why it is that we have not released the full video for the J6? It appears that we were working with Nazis. It appears that the Biden administration and the FBI were working with Nazis. Boneface. And look, at I, I really, you know what, let me share this. For any of you guys watching, if you're listening, I'm sorry that you can't see this because you should. Um, but let me share this. This is a picture of this bone face. Look at this re- moron. I mean, look at this. Ooh, look at how scary I am. And I'm going to make a grumpy face. I mean, look at this guy. My, my pinky finger is bigger than his neck. But yeah, that's super tough bone face. Isn't he scary, guys? He's scary. And look at look at these guys. Oh, there's a good picture of Boneface. Look at how scary he is. I hope the wind doesn't blow. He could blow away. But look at how scary these evil Nazis are. See, this is the thing. They stand up there. And they want us to all be scared. They want us to be scared of them. We're not scared of them. There's like six of you, and you're all brain damaged. Nazi monsters. These people are absolute garbage, folks. Absolute. Look at these people. Look at these. What kind of creatures are these? And these are Joe Biden supporters right here. This is Joe Biden's fan club. They said that they like Joe Biden because Joe Biden likes Ukraine, and that's where their Nazi uh, brothers and sisters are. These guys, they love the Nazis in Ukraine. Uh, But, but, I mean, look at that that clown. I mean, bone face. He's got tattoos all over his face and head. He's bald. He looks like he weighs about 87 pounds. And uh, you know the, the 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 picture I showed. He's pointing at himself, um, like like anybody can miss him, no matter how hard you try. But yeah, these guys, you know, they're standing there. You see the other guy wearing a, a swastika necklace. Uh, I mean, they want us to be afraid. They want to try and impress people. I'm neither afraid nor impressed. I'm neither afraid nor impressed. Uh, what I am is disgusted. I'm disgusted that we're in a nation where we're allowing people like this to partner with our FBI, where we're funding people like this in other countries who are in the war, where we're funding a country that would work with people like this. This makes me sick, folks. Biden, no matter what else he does, Mitch McConnell... ED leader of the Senate who needs to step down, poster boy for term limits, supports Ukraine. Mitch, can you explain to me why it is that you support a country that has a Nazi regiment? Can you and Biden explain to me why you're supporting a nation that supports people who are running around saying, hail Hitler? Can anybody explain this to me? Can anybody in this country explain to me morally how that 
fits with anything we believe. Let's. I want to hear from the left. I want to hear from the diversity, equity, inclusion crew. How does this work? How does DEI work with supporting a country that uh, is is backing Nazis? Hey, cultural left. Hey, guys who tell me about systemic racism and all this other garbage. These guys want to kill people who are different from them. How comes you're not speaking out about the Ukraine? How comes you're not speaking out about the Nazis? How comes you're not speaking out about the fact that apparently we had Nazis working with our FBI on J6? Where's that, folks? Where is that? Why isn't that in the press? It's one thing for the press to be political or biased. It's another when the press covers up for Nazis. MSNBC, CNN, Washington Post, New York Times, where are you on this? Where are you on this guy talking about how he supports Joe Biden because Joe Biden supports Ukraine? Where are you on this? This isn't arguable. This isn't debatable. This is clear as day. It is crystal clear. And now we have very, very strong evidence that they were working with the FBI. Probably on January 6th as well. Joe Biden, Nazi leader of America. Folks, support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show on the America Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com.
Okay, everybody, welcome back and welcome to the stack of stuff. So, yeah, when I was a kid, I used to like going to D.C. I remember going to D.C. Uh, the first time with my grandma and grandpa and mom and dad. I remember looking at the monuments and just thinking how amazing it was. I had just a, a neat place with so much heritage, so much history. You know, all the things that America stood for. Lincoln Memorial, you know, freedom, uh, Vietnam Memorial, all the people that were willing to give their life. I mean, just so many beautiful, beautiful things. Tributes to a nation, tributes to our culture, our history, to what it meant to be an American. Uh, and now I'm looking a uh, highlight, Breitbart, or headline Breitbart, survey. Washington, D.C. ranked least desirable place to live. So, uh, yeah, they did a survey, and a uh, survey from Home Bay Real Estate Education. And it was based on crime rates, affordable homes, and cost of living. Uh, rural and suburban residents agree that D.C. is the most undesirable city on the planet uh, to, to live. And urban uh, residents rank at number four. So... It's not well loved. It's uh, well, it, it's it's not liked at all, to be honest, and that's not a huge surprise. Uh, the the crime rate in D.C. is horrible. The taxes are awful. There's the cost of living is out of control. I mean, basically, unless you're leeching off of the federal government and our tax money, you're going to hate Washington D.C. And that is the way that it is. I don't know what to say about that. Um, I suppose not a huge surprise. Uh, but don't worry, the Democrats are running it. I'm sure they'll fix it any day. It's probably Trump's fault. All right, headline. Electric car bricks in the middle of a busy road becomes a nine-hour headache. Hmm. Here's one of the big things that I want to take away from this. So the electric vehicle abruptly stopped in the middle of a busy road. And uh, it caused a nine-hour traffic bottleneck, right? So that's is a Tesla Model 3 performance car, and it just just decided to stop, right? It uh, it didn't go, and and there's nothing anybody could get it to do to go, and that's the way that it is. So it just sat there, and uh, the the seventy-five thousand dollar car caused a huge problem, and it took forever to get going. I want to point something out that I think is super important. When you use the old gas-powered cars, you know, if they broke down, they broke down. Uh, you know, maybe you had a, a, a bad this or a bad that or something broke. You go to the mechanic and it's broken down. The problem is, is with these EVs, they're all computers, right? So if one computer has a problem with one other thing, it can shut down. And that's a big issue, folks. And it's a bigger issue when you realize that all the computers in it are connected to the Internet. You know, all these vehicles are tied into the Internet. So the reality is, is that any one of these vehicles could be hacked and shut down. Did you know that? Did you know that? Did you know that uh, there's stories, and I, I can't prove this. I haven't done the research to prove it. But did you know that this, uh, there's apparently backdoors built in in case the government needs to shut down some of these vehicles? Any vehicle that's ran by a computer, it's really, a, I don't know, it's kind of a scary thing. It's just more control, more control. That's what the whole EV thing is. It's about controlling people. It's just part of this great reset thing. It's just sick. 
All right. Uh, in other news, we have another tremendous coincidence occurring. Uh, firefighters injured while battling flames at Department of Transportation Warehouse in Queens. So the DOT has a big warehouse in Queens, and uh, there's a giant five-alarm fire there, which is a total coincidence, right? Because, I, mean, I mean, I know it's another giant fire in the United States, and, uh, but, I mean, we see DOT warehouses go up frequently. It's a coincidence. It's nothing. And uh, that is what it is. So um, I don't know, folks. I don't know. I think it's a, uh, another sad, sad coincidence and, and clearly doesn't have anything to do with the thousands of military age men from China and Iraq, Iran that are uh, crossing the southern border all the time, uh, the drug cartels and all these others. Clearly, there is no issue there. It's not soft targets related to terrorism. Uh, much like the Maui fire was a, you know, caused by global warming and, uh, I mean, the airplanes that crash into the food supply, th- uh, food processing, plant, just all these coincidences, folks. You, and you've got to understand, I want you to hear me. You have to recognize that these are coincidences. Otherwise, you are a conspiracy theorist. And you should just know that's not okay. We don't need conspiracy theorists around here. Um it is what it is. All right, next, 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 next. Workers at firm probe for 2020 voter registration fraud warned police about red flags memos show. So this is more about this Michigan thing, right? And GBI strategies. And this organization, they're, they're at the center of this voter registration fraud probe going back to 2020 election. You know, the safest and cleanest election in history that if you file a lawsuit on, you get sanctioned, even though, uh, you know, we've got this. Um, but uh, the pro- they apparently had, quote, a lot of red flags and was untrustworthy and was a scam, its employees told Michigan police in investigative reports. What? What? The, the employees told police that it was a scam? There were red flags? Wait a second here, folks. I must be misreading this article in Just the News because clearly 2020 was the safest, fairest, freest election in history. We know that. They told us over and over again. In fact, I believe, uh, uh, what's her name, Paul, Sidney Paul, and a bunch of others have faced massive sanctions and massive this, massive that in Michigan because... Any suit questioning the fraud, fraud in the election must have been done in bad faith. I mean, it was obviously bad faith and this, that, and other. So they needed to be sanctioned, to be taught a lesson. Now, this, this report runs counter to that. I mean, but it, let's see here. According to a police report from the Muskegon Police Department, GPI Strategies is under scrutiny as an organization central to alleged voter registration fraud in the 2020 presidential election. What? which was investigated by city and state authorities before being referred to the FBI. What? What happened to the probe after the Bureau took over remains a mystery? What? You mean the the Bureau that works with the Nazis? That FBI? Say it ain't so, folks. So Michigan AG's office confirmed their state and FBI investigations into fraud voter registrations in 2020, which is shocking. I don't know how that could be. It was the safest election in history, folks. 
There was no fraud in 2020. Joe Biden just got 80 some million votes. He earned them. I know that the fact that he couldn't get, you know, 10 people into a bas- high school basketball stadium to watch him speak, but that's because they were saving their energy to vote for him, right? They were saving their energy to vote for him. All right. Muskegon police say they were investigating these guys. And, uh, you know, we've talked a bit about this, but it bears talking about again. There's some new stuff in there. Uh, yeah, GBI Strategies is a, a Tennessee company, which, by the way, Tennessee is very Republican. I wonder if they're investigating GBI Strategies. Uh, they had a Philadelphia office. There was no fraud in Philadelphia, was there? Uh, Atlanta employees were working in Michigan. Um, this is confusing to me, folks. It's almost like it's almost like this article is suggesting there was voter fraud. No, no, that can't be it. Uh, wait, but but wait. Quote: Fraud was determined to have occurred at the lowest levels of the company. Wimmer told the outlet, "The leading internal indication was that the fraud was being perpetrated against GBI strategies by its employees to fabricate work product without conducting work expected of them, and not in explicit pursuit of defrauding the election infrastructure of the state." But it did, didn't it? Oh, it did. Now, wait a second. So these guys didn't know when they're writing these giant checks for voter registrations that this was, I mean, plausible deniability? Is that what we're going with there? Hey, we're going to pay you per registration. Here's a list of you know places that you can get registrations. We don't really care if they're real or not, but uh, just turn them in. Hmm. Seems a little. I don't know. Seems a little curious to me. Says so CBI strategy has paid millions of dollars by the Democrats for this. DNC services, Democrat senatorial campaign committee, Black Pack. Biden for president campaign, all these guys paid them. It's almost like they knew they were ginning up fake voter registrations. Hmm. Well, what good would fake voter registrations do? Why would you spend uh, 2 million, 1 million, 500,000, and 450,000 collectively uh, to get fake voter registrations? Why would you do that? Unless... Hmm. Could it be that you were? No, no. See, I was thinking that since these people were fake voter registrations, what would be the value in paying for all that? Because they wouldn't get out and vote if they were fake. Unless you wanted to use those fake voters to switch or uh, put fake votes in on election day. It's almost like they were opening the door for election fraud to occur. All right. Folks, here's what's going on. This GBI strategies group apparently ginned up all sorts of fake voter registrations. They had a massive, massive voter registration scheme. This happened all over the country in various places. All these inflated uh, voter rolls all over the country were, were just, they were horrific. The inflated voter rolls were then used. People, they looked at these guys, they're like, okay, so this name's on the voter roll, but they haven't voted in 20 years, so we can put a fake ballot in for them. 
So then they print out fake ballots or they add fake ballots or they change it or they get into the machine. So they do whatever it is they were going to do. Um, and there's a hundred different ways that they could commit that fraud. Right. Suddenly, somehow, Biden gets 80 some million votes. Now, Biden did say in the run up to the election that they were working on the biggest uh, election fraud campaign in history. I'm paraphrasing. So what's that mean? I don't know. All right. So I, I think it's really an important thing to, uh, to know. Headline, Gateway Pundit. Alert ex-Wikipedia co-founder says, site hijacked by U.S. intelligence for info warfare. What? Not our intelligence agencies. It's almost like the stuff that I said earlier about those guys being corrupt is possible, isn't it? Wikipedia co-founder Lawrence Mark Sanger has accused U.S. intelligence agencies of manipulating the online encyclopedia for nearly two decades. In an interview with Pulitzer Prize-winning investigative journalist Glenn Greenwald, Sanger claimed that Wikipedia had become a tool of control in the hands of the U.S. establishment, which includes the CIA, FBI, and other intelligence agencies. We do have evidence that, even as early as 2008, CIA and FBI computers were used to edit Wikipedia. Um... So here's the deal, folks. When they say that, you've got to understand that you can, you can use, if you're an IT guy, if you're a computer guy, you can trace back where things are occurring. So when someone goes onto Wikipedia and they change something, you can run a, a trace route, you can run a bunch of things, and you can see where that's coming from. So they, when they say they're FBI, CIA computers, yeah, yeah, they can, they can verify that. It's very easy to do. There's no question that they can do so. When he says that, that's dead right. Now, here's the thing. Why? What value is there in that? Why? What, what value in investigating law enforcement is there in changing Wikipedia? What value is there for the CIA to, to change Wikipedia? They're an intel agency, right? Changing Wikipedia is a manipulation tactic. It's not an intelligence-gathering tactic. But it's not about that. The CIA, the FBI, the, the, the deep state, CIA, FBI, DOD, DIA, these guys are all in on it. They are absolutely working to undermine our country. They've been doing it for a number of years. They created SARS-CoV-2. I've got the documents. I've got the paperwork. If you think that's the only thing that they've done in their war against America, you are on some sort of a drug. All right. Julie Kelly, pledged by GOP to release all Jan 6 videos has been broken. Yes, it has, Julie. Uh, GOP House Leader Kevin McCarthy has broken his pledge to release all J6 tapes to the public, according to journalist Julie Kelly. And journalist Julie Kelly is dead right about this. The pledge by the GOP to release all J6 videos has been broken. Kelly reported on Sunday night after the committee had uh, released insanely onerous rules for journalists and J6 defendants to gain extremely limited access to the footage. I believe my involvement to make the footage available was a temporary fix until staff would protect the innocents from DOJ thugs like sedition hunters. Uh, she said, now I see GOP has capitulated the DOJ and the Capitol Police. These guys are liars 
and crooks. McCarthy was a liar from the beginning. He never had intention of doing this. And this is not something that they're doing. This is not released to the public. This is not out there for the public. This is not at all. The GOP broke its pledge. I want to know when Matt Gates and uh, the rest of the crew are going to call, the, call them on this. I want to know when Jim Jordan, the Freedom Caucus King, is going to do something about this. McCarthy broke his pledge. That was the reason that you supported him, Jim Jordan. That was the reason you said you were okay with them. Are you still a Freedom Caucus guy or are you a sellout? Because it don't seem like you're really fighting. It doesn't seem like you're fighting at all. Stinking cowards. These guys are cowards. And the worst part is, is even is the fighters aren't fighters. They're selling out too. I don't know. I'm in a mood, folks. Uh, Democrat by cries foul. Claims election fraud in his own party. What? This guy from Mississippi, right? A uh, guy from Mississippi is you know, Democrat primary. Fraud occurred. Shocker. Um, I don't know. I mean, the guy's mad. He got defrauded. A videotape of these guys, you know, bringing in boxes of thumb drives and changing ballots and this, that, and other. Sounds like a, pretty much exactly like Donald Trump in 2020. You know, but this guy's mad about it, and he's a Democrat. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it, folks. I kind of, yeah, this guy, yeah, apparently the Democrats have an issue when they get defrauded out of an election, but it's okay for Trump to lose the presidency and for us to have our country going to hell the way that it is. I don't know, folks. Support us at TomRens.com. Support the Tom Ren Show and the America Out Loud Network. We'll see you soon.